and start off today with um, just to let you know that I became a Christian in a house many years ago, 40 years ago and for the first 10 years of my Christian life Denise was the same, her whole experience of church was in a home. Now as the church grew, we grew with it and so on but we want to bring you a little bit of the flavour of what church felt like in a house. So if you're still looking for a place to live and we still have a housing crisis, there you go there's something you can consider. Here are some birthdays that we got in. We do birthdays um, every week as we gather. If you're a regular member of the church, you'll know that to be the case. If you're a Christian friend from around Ireland watching in, um, you probably know we do that. We've also got a lot of people from all over the world. And we want to say happy birthday to you, Sheila, and a big shout out to your mum and dad, Bryant and Jenny, and also a big shout out to your brother and sister, Sean and Charlene. Max Columbay, it was 11 last Tuesday. Happy birthday to you, Max. Say hello to your mum and dad, Guillaume and Sophie, and also your brother, Leo. God bless you guys. The terrific twins, Andrew and Lucy Fossa were or their birthday is tomorrow i think i uh, don't know how old you are guys i think you're about 10 or 11. happy birthday to you and a big shout out and a happy birthday to young anthony mccarthy uh, part of the big mccarthy clan down there near mccroom just west of the city and i've been reliably told by your dad ned hi ned that anthony is six or was six yesterday. So happy sixth birthday to you, Anthony. One of our leaders here in the church, Anne Fitzgibbon. It's your birthday today, Anne. Loads of love. Happy birthday to you, my love. And also another one of our leaders, Farad Raisa, who's one of the leaders of Cafe Church. Farad is 22 years a Christian today. I remember, Farad, when you walked in, I think we were in the ICA hall, open church road in Douglas and I remember you walking in and I was told this guy is an Arab so Farad has a great testimony of moving from being a Muslim to a Christian but he came in and he was smiling and you know the media had all people from an Arab background as very cross and angry but here we have an Arab and you know what 22 years Farad you have never stopped and final birthday request is from Barbara Joe O'Connor I don't know you Barbara but I know that you watch with your uh, with broadcasting from a home. But I'm going to sing happy birthday. And wherever you're watching, in bed, on your sofa, uh, in your car, wherever you are, join in. Let's sing happy birthday. Let's keep our community spirit up and going. A hen, a doe, a tree. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to everyone. Happy birthday to you. Sorry, girls. Denise and Dara were just a little bit too high they're just like angels. Uh, so sorry about that guys, I couldn't join in but I tried my best. Anyway, happy birthday to everyone. Really great to have you with us 
and it's great that you're sorry what's all this i went backwards that was happy birthday let me just tell you about some other things that are happening today is going to be interactive so i hope all of you've got things that are happening uh tree youth tri <laughs> Do you catch that on camera? He's touching my hair. Um, if you have a teenager, Tribe Youth Church has its own live Instagram at half one. Um, so encourage them to go. If you are a parent, this is not for you. Don't join. Um, but encourage them. We have uh, games on it. We have notices of what's happening for the teenagers during the week just for them. And then we have a word that's applicable for teenagers. I'm sure a lot of you are going off your heads at the moment with them. Go, go, to, uh, go to 4G, so keep on as the girls are still trying to fix our technical problems. Here are a few notices. On Tuesday night, we're going to be coming to you live. Rather than doing a whole hour or more on a Sunday, we're going to do two half hours uh, on a Sunday and a Tuesday, uh, there or thereabouts. So connect with us at half past seven, Tuesday night. Uh, on Facebook and Instagram every Sunday. As you can see, we're live at 12 noon, Facebook, Instagram. You can check us anytime on YouTube, hopefully. Just search for Grace Church Cork. Remember to click like and subscribe. Or you can listen to the podcast on our website, graceireland.ie or .com. Can I also say our kids graceireland.ie.com or you can email myself or Michael or message us. Give us your email. They did a fantastic video. It's about a 30 minute video and we have something like 40 of um, them are uh, on this and they're all sending greetings. So be sure to connect for primary school age children. Just want to thank everyone as well for donating, for tithes and offering. Honestly, if it wasn't for you, we couldn't do what we're doing even during the coronavirus. And obviously as well, we still have to pay a load of our bills. You can go on our website, graceireland.ie, and on the main page, you can click the donate button and it will bring you into a page where you can just fill in in about 30 seconds some debit card details make a donation that way you can also of course take out a standing order all the details are on, are on our website or you can go on your phone and just type in give numeral ie. thank you again all of you so much for doing that we really do appreciate it god bless you i'm going to talk today about what's your temperature and that's my message uh, for you today. Part 2 is coming up on Tuesday, but I'm going to look at part 1 today. Um, everyone seems to be quite taken up with what our temperature is. Uh, if you go through an airport, they're going to take your temperature. Apparently, chemists have run out and pharmacies have run out of thermometers. Everybody is afraid because if you get a high temperature, it's one of the signs of the coronavirus. And it's temperature, temperature, temperature. How about your spiritual temperature though? How would you mark your spiritual temperature today? Is it high, medium, low? That's what we're going to look at. And we're going to look at, and I'm going to unashamedly uh, talk to all of you about how can you and I raise our spiritual temperature. I'm going to be just hopping around in a few verses. We're going to have you interact with us. So keep hanging in and make sure you interact with us. I'm going to be looking at Luke 24 to begin with, just a couple of verses there. And as we look at them, I'm going to pray, Lord, that your word would go through technology 
through the glitches and go into the hearts of men and women and boys and girls. Help us, Lord, to feed off your word and to be encouraged in our community today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I'm going to look at uh, Luke 24, but just to give you some of the context, you probably know a lot of this anyway, guys. Uh, it's about the Emmaus Road. And Jesus has been crucified and buried, but unknown to most of his disciples, he has just risen. We're coming into Easter next week. Michael will be talking around that theme next Sunday. But uh, this is uh, just something to the side of it. So there are two disciples walking on the Emmaus Road. And as far as they're concerned, Jesus is gone. A lot of people, and I've seen it. Uh, during the coronavirus are really struggling with isolation, financial health worries, all of this, and they're actually wandering on the road. Hallelujah. Someone comes up alongside them. They don't know who it is, this person who comes up alongside them, but he starts talking about the scripture. It is, of course, Jesus, but to them, he's hidden. He hasn't really revealed himself to them. They um, Jesus has been hidden from us because we're so busy, always on the run. I don't think we're as busy now, and we're not running anywhere, so I think it's a great opportunity for us. Let's see what the scripture says in uh, some of the verses just abridged from this part of the Emmaus Road story. We're told then the two, they're the two disciples, urged Jesus to come in with them. And when he sat at their table, he broke the bread, and their eyes were opened, recognizing him, before he disappeared from their sight. Then they said to each other, how our hearts burned within us as we walked with him on the road. That's Luke 24, 29 to 32. You know, we're told that at the table their eyes were opened and they recognized him it wasn't until they sat down at the table that they fully recognized him back on the wall a lot of christians had it at the time a lot of people had it on the back of their cars as a sticker the words were something like christ is the head of this house the unseen guest at every meal the silent listener to every conversation so Jesus is at the table. You know what? We're all sitting at the table a lot restaurants and we're not uh, on the road. Um, so we're able to sit at the table. I wonder about Jesus being revealed at your table. When you sit down for dinner later on, I wonder will you realize, will you remember there's an unseen guest at the table who is a silent listener. And when we see um, what they were uh, doing there, they fully realized Jesus was there. Do you know what happens, guys? When you really see Jesus, it's very hard for your light not to shine. In fact, when you know Jesus is near you, your temperature starts rising and you just want your light to shine. It's impossible not to do it. It reminds me of a song. I think it was one of the first songs that we ever, I ever heard, uh, Christian songs, in the house all those years ago. I don't know if you know it, some of the oldies might know it. It's called This Little Light of Mine. I don't have a guitar, I can't play the guitar. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sing it like the, we used to sing it back in the day. We used to have any guitar in the little house church I became a Christian in initially. 
But I remember singing this song. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. This little light of mine Shine it all over coronavirus I'm gonna let it shine Shine it over coronavirus I'm gonna let it shine Shine all over coronavirus I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine Let it shine Let it shine Now wasn't that a grand old song for you? I can remember singing that in the house. When, when your temperature goes up, you can't but shine for Jesus. And what happened to these two guys? We're told, they said to one another. So it's their own testimony. How our hearts were burning within us as we walked with him on the road. That's verse 32. Burning. It's not, I had a nice flutter really. Oh, I just felt an old flutter come across my heart. No, my heart was burning with passion, with enthusiasm. You know what the great apostle Paul said in his epistle or letter to the Romans? He said, be enthusiastic in spirit. The old King James puts it as, be fervent in spirit. But what does that mean? You know, the New Testament was written in um, Greek, Old Greek, and the word enthusiastic or fervent mean, uh, is zeal. It means to boil, boil with heat. Now I have here in my hand a glass, a gas lighter. Here you go. Now when I put my hand here, see, I can feel the heat already. And as my hand gets closer and closer, <laughs> I can really feel the heat. I can barely handle the heat. And I'm not going to keep it there too long. But you know when there's fire because your temperature starts going up. When there's a bit of burning going on. Here is our kettle. <laughs> I know if you're watching from America, not everyone has an electric plug-in kettle. At least that used to be the case. But in Europe and in Ireland we do. What do you do with the kettle? You put cold water in it and then you click and it starts boiling the water. Uh, actually, this is a new kettle. Isn't it really cool and sleek? But the strange thing is about this kettle is it whistles. It's not supposed to whistle. It just whistles. And it brought back memories as a child when we used to be in a caravan on holidays. My mother used to put an old tin kettle on the gas ring and it would go whistle, whistle, whistle until you couldn't bear the sound and that's when it was boiling. Well, think of your soul, your spirituality as cold water being put in the kettle. And my question to you, brothers and sisters, is what's your kettle? What is it, and here we need to be interactive, what is it that causes your spiritual temperature to go up? I'm going to ask you to send in one of four emojis to tell us what works for you. Does your temperature go up by praise and worship? If that's the case, send in an emoji of a musical note, just so we know it's music. If 
your um, temperature goes up because you read the Bible, if that's your first port of call, I want you to send in an emoji of a book. If your temperature goes up through um, interaction with other people, community or fellowship, then maybe you send in an emoji of, let's say, a heart, just to show that other people, when they encourage you, that's your first port of call. So that's the Bible, worship, fellowship, and then maybe for you it's prayer, send in an emoji of hands praying. Now I know we all need all four of these, and they're all necessary, but I think all of us have a first port of call where we start responding in that way. I'll tell you what my one is in Moab towards the end, but I want to hear what yours are. And so we're going to tell you which is the most popular in grace, certainly today, of the prayer, the worship, the Bible, or the fellowship or community. Just pick one of them. We don't need a huge treatise or explanation. Just pick one of them. We know you do the others as well. And let's just have an interactive time of church all together. There's a couple of hundred of us across all the platforms watching. So let's hear from one another. Prayer, Bible, fellowship or community or praise and worship. Why is this important? Because we're warned. Many people's love will grow cold. This is what Jesus said in Matthew 24, 12. It's so easy when we feel a bit isolated that our love and our spiritual temperature gets cold. It's the opposite to the kettle. It's like putting warm water, hot water into a freezer. It starts getting cold. We need to avoid that, guys. So we need to be careful that you and I don't get cold. You know one of the first places you hit before you get stone cold? It's called lukewarm. Lukewarm. And uh, many of you will know this verse from Revelation chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. The Holy Spirit is speaking to the church in a city called Laodicea. Look at what the Holy Spirit says. I know you're not hot or cold. I wish you were one or the other. But because you're lukewarm, ooh, don't like this, I spit you out of my mouth. It's a kind of a scary verse. It's interesting that um, this place, Laodicea, it's in Turkey. Um, just north of it was a town called Hierapolis, and they had hot spa water there. So their water was really hot, and it was very popular. And just south of Laodicea was the town of Colossae, and Colossae um, had beautiful cold water. But Laodicea was in the middle. As like cold water can be good, hot water can be good, but lukewarm water. And Jesus was using this um, spiritual situation and basically just saying from um, a practical point of view, it was crossing over in the spiritual. By the way, if you're not watching from Cork, you may have noticed our accents go up and down in a similar way. Cork is all hills up and down and we also, our, our accent like imitates the geography, so it's that kind of a thing. But spiritually they were lukewarm, they had a lot going but they were getting colder and that's what we need to be careful of. I love this anonymous saying, a Christian without a passion for God is like a river without water. God forbid that there are any dried up riverbeds watching in. And if you are dried up, by God's power, you can be filled today. Hallelujah. Tuesday night, we're going to be looking at how the Holy Spirit does it. 
but today we're going to pray that your temperature will rise and your dried up riverbed is going to be full of water. Let me quote one of my favourite authors, I know Mike quotes him a lot as well. He was an Irishman from Belfast, C.S. Lewis, Christian. He wrote, um, what was it, um, Chronicles of Narnia, Lying Witch in the Wardrobe, all of these books. Well, he says this, if Christianity is false, it's of no importance. But if it's true, it's of infinite importance. The only thing it cannot be is of moderate importance. My goodness me, he really connects in with uh, that whole situation in Laodicea. He really is keeping people warned about it and you and I shouldn't get lukewarm. So guys, as I come towards the close of the message today, we're going to do a little bit of community at the end as well, but what is your spiritual temperature today? The 5th of April. Is it the 5th of April? Yeah, I think it's the 5th of April. What's your spiritual temperature? Is it hot? Is it warm? Is it lukewarm? Is it cold? And I'm going to ask you to tell us over uh, on any of our um, uh, threads online, but you need to ask yourself, what's your spiritual temperature? I'm going to pray that your temperature and my temperature would rise, that during this strange season we're all in at the moment, for however long it lasts, that we will use it so that we get warmer and warmer and warmer. It's a bit like, guys, you push this in your soul, this little flick on the kettle, and the water, as it were, as it physically gets warmer, that your soul would start getting warmer. And I'm going to pray that Jesus will be at your table today. And not only that, but that you and all your family will be aware of it. Going to do a bit of community in just a moment, give you our results of our little uh, Vox Pop to see how people connect and raise their temperature uh, the most or their first quarter call. But I'm going to ask everyone to pray with me now. And I pray, Lord, that for every man, woman, boy, and girl who is watching in, whether live or on YouTube or listening to the podcast, I ask you, God, that our spiritual temperature would rise. I pray, Lord, whether it's prayer, or fellowship, or reading the scripture, or praising and worshipping and singing to you, that we would go to that first portico and then move to all of the others, and that gradually over this season, we would grow from cold or lukewarm to warm, and from warm to hot, and from hot to boiling, Amen. that we would be like the two on the Emmaus Road with burning hearts. And I pray also today, as many families sit around the table, or people sharing a house sit around the table, I pray we would remember there's an unseen guest at every Amen. table. Amen. There is a silent listener to every conversation. We welcome you into our home, Amen. just as I welcome you into this home, Amen. Lord. Amen. And I pray that your presence would be real. And like the two on the Emmaus Road, your eyes would begin to open. And your ears would begin to open, and you would see, and I would see, this hidden Jesus who actually hasn't left us at all during this coronavirus, by the grace of God. Amen. 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 So what was the most popular? My very good assistant, 
Denise has just handed me the results here. I should say I'm going to bring Denise in on Tuesday night so you get to see Denise. Amen. We're going to fiddle around with our connection here. We have Wi-Fi, but sometimes it gets fuzzy. We're going to see if it's better on 4G or Wi-Fi. So if anyone dropped out, our apologies. We'll make it better on Tuesday. Now, what do you think came in as number one? Um, this is obviously just a box pop, but just to see if you can... One of those four ways of raising temperature is streets ahead. It's really interesting. I have to say it's probably my first protocol as well. And that is hey, worship. So worship, praise, worship and adoration. The music, that is the number one. How interesting uh, for people. Really, I find that fascinating. I didn't think that would come in as number one. But so many of you really want that. Number two is actually uh, a tie. We have a giant second place. And the two are reading the scripture or the Bible, but also community, fellowship, friendship. Someone asked me recently, what does fellowship mean? I always say it's like fellows together in a ship. The ship is the church and we're the fellows together. Uh, that's where the men, I don't know where the women come in. <laughs> the women are allowed as well. So, Fellowship or community and reading the scripture came in as joint seconds. And then in fourth place, just as important last but by no means least, is prayer as a first protocol. But by God's grace, everyone goes to prayer as well as worship, as well as the Bible and as well as community. So brothers and sisters, I'm going to sign off in just a moment. But before I do, can I ask you to remember... Flick the switch. Gonna give a big shout out to everyone who came in. We'll try and respond to all of you in the next hour. Want to say, by the way, a huge shout out to a couple watching us or a family from Switzerland. Graham Kenny, who used to be part of the church here in Cork, and Simone, his wife. I can remember, Graham, I know April is an anniversary for you, but it's a sad anniversary. Your beloved wife, Diane, your first wife, died young but we know she's with the Lord and I'm thinking of you Graham and I want to say hello to Adam I remember Adam your eldest boy the two boys but I particularly remember Adam at that time and say hello to Simone God bless you watching us from Zurich and from those of you watching from Berlin and from Kerry and from Dublin as well as all over the city and county of Cork America everywhere God bless you thank you so much guys us today. Forgive us the glitches. We will do everything we can to make them better. See you Tuesday. Bye.